Hey friend, in this episode I talk about one, well I talk about more than one, but I talk about a beautiful passage from the Bible. This episode is filled with Bible verses and it, they're just it's just filled with reminders of who God is. And I end the episode talking about one thing that you can do while you are waiting for and or hoping for healing from a chronic illness or chronic fatigue or whatever you're struggling with. I also wanted to tell you that I am kind of surprised to say this, but I created a Facebook group for all of us to hang out. And I say I'm surprised because I have not always been a lover of Facebook. I've been off on off of it on again off again I came to the conclusion that Facebook has its flaws but I have found some wonderful groups and so I created this Facebook group for you guys you can go to www.facebook.com slash group slash her holistic healing the group is called Christian Health and Healing Sisterhood I created the group because I wanted to share health tips with you. I wanted it to be a place where you can drop prayer requests, where we can grow together, we can learn together. I feel like in the church, we don't do a very good job of loving each other, especially if we have differences of opinion or we get hurt. And I'm totally guilty of this too. I want this community to be a place where we can learn to love God first and love each other well, even if we disagree or if we become upset with each other. So I want it to be a safe space for you all. And I also want it to be a place where we can network, where we can support each other in our businesses or whatever we're working on. Like I said, I'm part of some great groups and great communities online. And I feel like it would be an honor if I created this group and you joined and you met some great sisters, you learned some health tips and you made some great connections. So go go find a community on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash group slash her holistic healing. The name of the group is Christian Health and Healing Sisterhood and I will see you guys in there. Hey friend, welcome to Her Holistic Healing. Do you want more energy and less anxiety so that you can do all the things? Are you searching for meal ideas, essential oils, and other holistic treatments? Do you wish that you could know which direction to take with your health so that you could finally feel better? Hey, I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife, mom of three, and registered nurse with years of experience in clinical research. I also wanted more energy so that I could have more fun and keep up with my growing child. I too was confused about all the different diet and treatment options. I too wanted to wake up every day and feel good, but I felt anxious because I couldn't solve the mystery of my health. Until God showed me that He is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic treatments and Bible truths that will lead you to the peace, joy, and freedom that you have been hoping for. So, what do you say we take a break from the mind-numbing, humdrum busyness? 
Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. I'm often fascinated with people that are great at art and crafting and things like that because I'm not a good artist. I'm not good at drawing. I'm not good at crafting. I love art and all that's all those types of things. But when I was in school, art class was one of my least favorite subjects. So I think it's cool that God blessed me with a very artistic husband. He's just a great cook. He's great at building. And as my kids grow older, my oldest is 10 and my youngest is four, I can really see how God has gifted them in the areas of art. They're just really good at drawing and my 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 son he likes to build things with blocks and he just build the he just builds these elaborate cities and it's just really cool to see. So this past Mother's Day I sat them down and I said this is what I want for Mother's Day. I want you guys to draw me a picture. I asked them to draw me a picture of the creature that's described in Job 41. In Job 41, God is talking about the Leviathan, this creature that was obviously created by him. And I'm going to read to you this passage because I just think it's so poetic and beautiful. And as I read this passage, I want you to think about what this creature looks like and how you would feel if you came across this creature. So this is Job chapter 41, starting in verse 1. Can you draw out Leviathan with a fish hook or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you put a rope in his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make many pleas to you? Will he speak to you soft words? Will he make a covenant with you to take him for your servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird or will you put him on a leash for your girls? Will traders bargain over him? Will they divide him up among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with harpoons or his head with fishing spears? Lay your hands on him. Remember the battle. You will not do it again. Behold, the hope of a man is false. He is laid low even at the sight of him. No one is so fierce that he dares to stir him up. Who then is he who can stand before me? Who has first given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. I will not keep silence concerning his limbs or his mighty strength or his goodly frame. Who can strip off his outer garment? Who would come near him with a bridle? Who can open the doors of his face? Around his teeth is terror. His back is made up of rows of shields shut up closely as with a seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They clasp each other and cannot be separated. His sneezings flash forth light, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the dawn. Out of his mouth go flaming torches, sparks of fire leap forth. Out of his nostrils comes forth smoke as from a boiling pot and burning rushes. His breath kindles coals, and a flame comes forth from his mouth. In his neck abides strength, and terror dances before him. The folds of his flesh stick together, firmly cast on him and immovable. His heart is hard as a stone, hard as the lower millstone. 
When he raises himself up, the mighty are afraid. At the crashing, they are beside themselves. Though the sword reaches him, it does not avail, nor the spear, the dart, or the javelin. He counts iron as straw and bronze as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. For him, sling stones are turned to stubble. Clubs are counted as stubble. He laughs at the rattle of javelins. His underparts are like sharp potsherds. He spreads himself like a threshing sledge on the mire. He makes the deep boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a pot of ointment. Behind him he leaves a shining wake. One would think the deep to be white-haired. On earth there is not his like, a creature without fear. He sees everything that is high. He is king over all the sons of pride. One verse that sticks out to me is verse 10. No one is so fierce that he dares to stir him up. Who then is he who can stand before me? Who has first given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. Remember that this is God talking. He's talking about how everyone would be afraid of this creature that, of course, God created. Everyone, anyone could try to, to hurt this creature, but he has teeth of terror. He sneezes flash. His sneezings flash forth light. Out of his mouth come flames. This creature is just so ginormous and powerful. When I think about this passage, I just think about how creative God is to create this creature. And then I think about how he created the mountains and the, the oceans and the beautiful trees, everything that we see in nature that's so beautiful. He created just wonderful people. Some, some people are just so funny. Some are so talented. He created it all. He can do anything. I think sometimes we forget how powerful he is. A lot of times we don't realize who he is. We don't realize who we serve. In Daniel 3.26, it says, We serve El Elion, the Most High God. Genesis 16.13 says, God is Al-Rai, the God who sees me. Go back to episode 8 where I talk about Hagar, this used and abused servant. At the end of the passage, Hagar, Hagar expresses that she saw the God who saw her. God found her and wanted to be there for her in her wilderness. Psalm 43.4, we serve El Simkath Gili, God my exceeding joy. Psalm 24.8, we serve Jehovah Gabor Melchama, the Lord mighty in battle. Genesis 22.14, Jehovah Jireh, we serve the Lord, will provide. Psalm 18.2, we can call out to Jehovah Mephalti, the Lord my deliverer. Psalm 23.1, we see Jehovah Roy, the Lord is my shepherd. Exodus 15.26, God is called Jehovah Rapha, the Lord your healer. Isaiah 9.6 says, Sar Shalom, Prince of Peace, Isaiah 42.6, Or Goyim, Light for the Nations. Isaiah 9.6, Pele Yotz, Wonderful Counselor. These are just some of the names of God. 
when I was younger, when I didn't want to deal with things, I would often numb out watching TV or sleeping. That was my form of numbing out. As I got older and I got busier, I would be busy with school and or work or both. I would always want to tackle the next thing on my to-do list. I'm the type of person that can work and work and work till I finally realize that I'm hungry or that my body is hurting. I just like to get things done and I like to go from one thing to another. I like to achieve a goal and then I think of something else. What can I do next? That's kind of the way that I've been living my life for many years. This way of living, God has been showing me that this way of living can make me sick. Like I said, sometimes I forget to eat or I just don't want to stop to eat. My body and my mind is stressed out. It shows up in my skin and I get brain fog and I get really fatigued. It's even harder when we have kids, right? Because someone always always needs us. It's just difficult to find those pockets of the day where you can just rest. But even as I say that, that I realize that I can find periods of rest and I feel like God has changed my schedule to the point where I can rest, but the question becomes, will I rest? So I have your action step for today. For today, I want you to find a spot in your house or somewhere on your porch, in a closet, go in the bathroom if you have to. I want you to sit or stand for at least five minutes without your phone, without technology. And I want you to think about God. Think about the passage I just read to you or think about something that you love about God. Think about how he is your Prince of Peace. He is your healer. He is your shepherd. He is your exceeding joy. He is the most high God. In Philippians 4, 8 through 9, it says this, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Paul is telling us to think about whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent. God is all of these things. So like I said, I want you to find a spot where you can just sit or stand for a little bit and think about God. Think about the passage that I read to you or think about what he means to you or what he's done for you. After about a minute or so, just sit in silence or let the Holy Spirit lead you, whatever you feel like doing. At this point, you may want to thank God for all the blessings that he's given to you in your life. You might want to praise him. You might want to cry out to him and tell him that you're hurting, that you need help with your your health. Maybe you're in pain or you need more guidance. You can ask him for direction. You can ask him for healing. 
You can ask him anything that you want. This is not true across the board, but I know for me, when I'm struggling with my health, a lot of times it's because I'm not taking that time to rest. I'm not taking that time to go to God. And maybe that's just what you need. The world will tell you that you need this remedy, that you need that remedy, that you need this medication, that you need to do this, that this food is the magical, the silver bullet, the magical pill that will cure your fatigue or your chronic illness. If you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. So maybe he'll, when you draw near to him and you ask him for wisdom, he'll give you wisdom on how to improve your health. Maybe he'll heal you right on the spot. Maybe he won't. But the point is, let's spend time with El Elyon, the Most High God. Let's let God be our exceeding joy, our Prince of Peace, our healer. Let's just sit with him for at least a little while. Let him comfort you and let him be with you let him walk with you with whatever you're struggling with. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. As it says in Philippians 4, I pray that the God of peace would be with you. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today. If you like what you heard, will you leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to HerHolistichealing.com. Before you go, I want to leave you with one of my favorite passages from Matthew 29. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For you. It's easy and my bird is like